Worldview Update, bringing you closer to international news. 21 minutes after six. Good morning. In Pakistan, millions of people are voting today. In elections thereafter, 30 people were killed in twin bomb attacks targeting a campaign office in the province of Balakistan yesterday. Meanwhile, perhaps probably the most popular politician in the country, the former Prime Minister Imran Khan, he's in jail. Television stations are not allowed to even broadcast his speeches. He's been found guilty in secret court proceedings of corruption. Zinat Adam is the Deputy Director at the Afro-Middle East Centre. Zinat, good morning and thanks for your time. Good morning, Stephen. Thank you for having me. These elections in Pakistan are probably crucial to the country's future. It's a big country, a sort of, I don't know if we call it maybe a developing democracy. Is there a risk of more violence during voting today and as the results come through over the next few days? Absolutely. The risk of violence is quite high. We're expecting a tumultuous um, uh, elections to be held. Um, This is the 12th time that they've had elections uh, in 76 years. So it's not a practice in Pakistan to actually maintain uh, a democracy, but rather the sham of a democracy with military rule um, really being uh, having the upper hand. Um, these so Nawaz Sharif is the front runner. He's been a prime minister several times, but he's also been a sort of self-imposed exile several times. He's a very interesting figure. He has been. Um, he has been prime minister three times. He's been removed as prime minister three times. He's just recently returned from London, where he was in self-imposed exile. Um, evading corruption charges. Now, those charges have been dropped against him so that he could run for elections. In the meanwhile, uh, charges against Imran Khan of the Tehrik-e-Insaf party have been trumped up um, since his uh, vote of no confidence a year and a half ago. Um, And as you rightly indicated earlier, that he has had um, uh, court rulings in which in the last week and a half, in which he has 31 years collectively uh, for three cases which um, really don't seem to have much merit. And this has been against the High Court ruling that this case should have been heard openly uh, with um, a public forum. Now, his party, uh, Imran Khan's party, has been barred from um, the elections to a great degree. They have uh, been forced to remove their symbol from the ballot paper. They've been forced to um, uh, conduct the elections as independent candidates rather than as a collective, as a political party. Uh, They have not been allowed to have campaigning except for online. And this morning we've heard that the Internet has also been shut down um, ahead of the elections today. In addition, uh, there's been a litany of attacks on the PTI activists. There's been uh, candidates who were killed in the last couple of weeks. There are 24 instances of armed groups having attacked um, the political parties. Uh, there's been bribery, corruption, arrests, torture, abductions, um, some of the candidates being forced to withdraw. Uh, so it's really not looking good for Pakistan today. Um, it's quite a bizarre situation where you have one former prime minister who's been accused of corruption goes to London. You have another prime minister who's eventually removed through parliament, accused of corruption, goes through a secret process, now can't actually run as in jail. The other prime minister, former prime minister accused of corruption comes back, runs for office and will probably win. 
Yeah, he's likely to win because of his cozy relationship with the military, and that's who really makes the decisions in Pakistan. Not, um, it's not really made at the polls. But what we have been witnessing in the last few days is an encouragement from Imran Khan's party to say to the people, go out and vote. Uh, do not um, boycott the elections in any way, but actually have your vote heard, even if it's not going to be recognized and even if it's going to be overrun by all of these um, uh, uh, coups that have taken place by the military, by uh, muzzling of the media, um, still make sure that your voice is heard uh, at uh, the polling stations. The risk, however, is that a number of these polling stations are expected to be attacked today. And people would people actually go out risking their lives in order to have their vote um, cast? Um, do we know who in the army makes these decisions? I mean, as you say, of course, correctly, that the military's played a big role. There have been coups there in the past. Um, and in a way, the military's kind of calling the shots. I mean, are there, is there a big group of people in the military? Is it one small group of people who make these decisions? I think it's important to understand that Pakistan's history has been of military rule over a number of decades. Um, and so as a result, it's not necessarily specific individuals, although there are some that have been identified as particularly uh, interruptive in this election. Um, but it, it's been a cozy relationship between the dynasties of the Sharifs and the Zaldaris and Bhutos and the military. Um, and this has been repetitive over a number of decades. Imran Khan's party came and disrupted that system. And that's the reason why in the last uh, year and a half we've seen um, the kind of uh, moves against him uh, to try and remove him from office to have the, there's about 170 cases against him uh, for various issues. Um, in last week, he was um, in, indicted for uh, a case where they accused him of re-gifting uh, something that he received as a state gift. They accused him of a cipher case um, in which he's accused of uh, um, leaking information from uh, the Pakistani embassy. And then finally, a marriage case saying that his marriage was not legitimate in terms of uh, Pakistani law. So, you know, this has really been a disruption of democracy in Pakistan. Zinat Adam, thanks very much indeed. Really appreciate it. Deputy Director at the Afro-Middle East Centre.